What is up, fight fans? It's Jordan Kurtz with comments from the peanut gallery, and we are here with a very special guest here today, here in the studio. We have our man, YOLO, Lorovic Acevedo. How are you doing today, my man? Pretty good, pretty good. Thank you for asking. How about you? It's a wonderful day outside of us expecting a crazy storm on top of it being 90 degrees the last couple of days, but I guess that's weather in Colorado, yeah, right, YOLO? Exactly. Very bipolar. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, real quick, Yolo, just to uh, just to let the people know, we've got some business on tap here for you. What are the details, and what do you have going on? Uh, well, I got a fight in uh, the LFA here in Denver and DU at, at the event center. I'm gonna be fighting uh, right there at the flyweight. Yep. So that is June 3rd, Magnus Arena, LFA 133. Make sure that you guys are either tuning in on UFC Fight Pass. You're coming out and checking that out in person at the Magnus Arena. Tickets are available right now. I do believe you guys have the option to select for promo code. Mm -hmm. Per yep. What, what's, what's your, or how do they search for you? Uh, it's going to be L Acevedo. Perfect. Perfect. And so YOLO, this is uh this is gonna be the first time that you've been back in action for about seven months, give or take roughly around that point. The last time was up in Vale. What has been the process since the last time that we've saw you? Uh just nothing, man. Just uh mistakes, just things that happen in our business, you know. Gotta recover, gotta go back to the drawing board and be able to uh defend or do changes that are necessary for my game so what i did for this one is uh i mean i'm just gonna put my heart into it give it all i got i know i'm a beast when i get out there so i'm definitely ready to put out a show for you guys the last fight was no shortage of action. I mean, that was a relentless pace from start to finish. Obviously, the, the result didn't end up going your way, but in terms of the actual fight itself, I mean, you were on the brink of finding a finish a couple of times throughout that contest, and just like I say, the pace was so relentless to that fight. That was almost like, folks, if you did not see his fight with Josiah Reyes, up there in Vale at LFA 116, then it was, um, if you imagine like that cartoon scene of a couple of people getting into a dust up and it's just like a dust cloud and you see an arm popping out here, a leg there, <laughs> that's essentially what it was. Is that a fair assessment? That was just a, a blitzkrieg of a scramble. Yes, sir. I try to make those fights uh, as exciting for you guys as for me because it's exciting to be in there as well. I mean, just like, I mean, I was fine that whole fight, man. He was he was doing a great job pushing the pace on me. Caught me with a good elbow, got lucky, you know. But that's all right. Hopefully we run it back one day or another. Now, you guys are both on the same card. He's going to be on this card too as well. Does that play any sort of, you know, like impact or factor to you or, or anything? Mm, it makes me want to prove my point. So I'm coming to come out hard, trying to... Uh, Take this guy out like how I was supposed to take him out. So, I mean, like I said, he got lucky, man. I can't wait till I run it back with him. Hopefully one day. Prove oh, yeah. It, prove it to everybody. No, definitely. I mean, that that's something that I, I feel like it, it's all a part of the learning process, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, there there's going to be situations where it doesn't always go your way. But are you able to take some learning lessons away from it and then use that to grow? Yes, Because... Sir. This that that's far from the end of your career. That yeah. that loss, that learning lesson, that doesn't define you by any means. 
no, I'm ready. I'm ready to come back. I'm stronger, man. Uh, I mean, yeah, it feeds more uh, more fuel in my fire. So, I mean, it makes it, every time I lose, man, it's not like, uh, oh, I lost, you know. No, it's like, all right, bitch, now it's my turn to come back, you know. Come back harder, stronger, being able to finish guys first round. Absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> you know, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of awesome right now to be a fight fan in Colorado because – there's so many shows that are going on right now that, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's also great for you in the training sense that, well, everybody else is in camp too. So we're all kind of pushing the pace and helping each other level up. You know, a, a couple of weeks ago, Brandon just comes out of being in, in a camp. Then you have Luis also in Luis Grillet going to be on this camp coming up with you or on the same card with you. There's the Colorado combat club card that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Fury just had a show. There's also the battle MMA card that's coming up on the I believe it's the day after the Colorado Combat Club show so it is no shortage of action out there fight fans if you are looking to scratch the itch and get your fix of fisticuffs in a cage make sure that you check out any of these shows and these guys all have tickets available for purchase they do get commission off of that and that is a big deal for them at this stage of their career so make sure that you go out there and you support them there now YOLO what is something that maybe uh, that you could pinpoint without saying too much or peeling the curtain too far back? What is something that fans may come to expect to see from you uh, once you step in the cage on June 3rd? Well, just vicious Lorvik, man. I'm coming out there to take heads, man. I'm not, I'm not playing around. It's him or me, man, at the end of the day, like Nate Diaz says, you know? Absolutely. And not just growth in the cage, you've experienced some pretty considerable growth in life as a whole over the course of the last you know, year, year and a half. Is that fair to say? Yes, sir. Is there anything that you care to, you know, to share on the personal front with the people out there? Uh, well, I mean, me and my wife are finally going to get, uh, she's in Mexico. I've been waiting for the, the visa to kick in so she can come over and enjoy my fights sadly and for this one she won't be there but she's definitely going to be on the ufc fight pass so she'll be watching it uh saying my name and hopefully we get that interview we're just waiting for the interview she got approved so that's awesome and i'm working on getting congratulations a, thank you i appreciate it and uh i'm also working on getting a condo that's awesome, man. YOLO's growing up right in front yeah. of us here. <laughs> so YOLO, with uh, with your wife not being able to be here in person right now, currently, and for, that's for pretty much all of your fights now at this stage since you guys have been together, right? Yeah. She hasn't been here, been able to be here for any of them, right? No. How does that impact you or affect you, you know, emotionally, psychologically, all of that? That she's not actually there. Yeah, no, but she really is. She's always trying. She's, I mean, I talk to her when I get out of the gym, when I'm, when I have time, because I work an overnight job as well at Walmart, and uh, uh, I'll call her when I get out of the gym and I'm going to the house. I'll watch like half an hour movie with her. She'll be always telling me to keep my head up, motivating me to just keep pushing through. And then, so that's my job, man. As my wife, she's standing by me, so it's me. My turn to fucking put in my time. 
Absolutely. I mean, that's that's a great thing about technology, though, right? Like, yeah. yes, there is there is the distance, but some of the different things that we're able to to do with technology now just kind of bridges the gap, if you will. You know, being able to FaceTime or yeah. Zoom or or have that sort of direct level of communication as opposed to always just over the phone or just voice, just text. Yep. You know, seeing someone's face, I feel <clears throat> like that's a big deal. Yeah. Definitely is, man. And like as you said, it answers your question there, man. I, I mean, she's right by me, man. I always have her here. As long as I have her here, it's all that matters, you know. So. You're a little getting romantic, <laughs> poetic over here, you know. Always. For for all of you, uh, for all of you out there wanting to have that novella type of story, that telenovela, there you have it, right there, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Now, aside from from all of that there, Yolo, is there been anything in terms of your programming and your training that you've done different coming into this fight in this camp? Oh, man, I'm just trying to get ready, man. Ready to crank up the pace as soon as I get in there, man. Like I said, put on a show for you guys, and I'm I'm ready for anything, man. Ground, stand-up, anything. Now, pushing the pace, what does that look for you? How do you, how are you able to build this relentless gas tank and this almost ADHD type of fighter frenzy that you're able to show once you're in there? I mean, your your volume is always high. Your pace is ridiculous. How, I'm sure a lot of fighters out there want to know, how can I do that? <laughs> I mean, it takes a lot of practice, man. Uh, you just gotta like Brandon. Brandon does all these moves Rebel. constantly. Yeah, he's he's kind of like the guy I'm always watching out to see what he does. You know, to learn off of him because he keep creates that pace. And so, and sometimes he'll give me pointers on uh, working on moves, staying not staying in position. You know, always moving. Little movements help. You know, so it's good. It's it's good to have like people like Brandon around, man. Oh, certainly. I mean. If you have one of the top guys in the world with a single digit next to his name, I'm sure that plays an advantage in any sort of camp situation. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting, man. I like, I love to see his fights, man. They motivate me, so it's pretty cool to be able to like share the same room as him. So. Definitely. Now, yo, this is a question that I'm going to steal from my uh, co-host of the MMA plug, which you all can watch on Wednesday nights live from 6 to 7 here in the Denver metro area on 98.1 FM or on milehighsports.com as well as denversportsbetting.com slash radio. But he always likes to ask this question that each fight for him tells a story in his life, you know, whether it is the shows that he's watching, the music that he's listening to, just sort of the uh, the theme through those few few weeks of going through that camp. Is there some sort of sentiment like that that you can resonate with? As in, like, choosing a song or... You know, like, is, are, are there specific songs that, like, you can look back to through each, uh, each fight of your career? You can look back to say, you know... Um, this particular fight, this is what I was big into right here. You know, like these were the songs that I was yeah. listening to. Like this was yeah, man, where Mexican my mind music. was at. I, I like my Mexican music, man. I like to dance, so it motivates me, gets me uh, ready to be able to move fast, you know, be able to like create grabs or find situations and fight myself out of them. And so it, it helps me a lot. The I mean, it's fast Mexican music and Spanish uh I mean, 
It's just fast, man. I don't know how to describe it. If you've seen me dancing, it's like constant, <laughs> constant, constant movements. So. Imagine that. You know, <laughs> high pace. Now, this is the first time that you fought since Don Chente's died, right? Mm-hmm. Is, uh, are, are, are you going to have any music tribute? Or are you walking out to one of his songs? Or, yeah. or what's the thought? Uh, I'm going to walk out to one of his songs. Uh, I currently don't know it off the top of my head, but in uh, in small terms, it means like, uh, in Mexico, we have cockfighting, which is big over there. Um, so he's talking about uh, that he he never backs down because he's faithful to his his uh, cock. So uh, um, <laughs> so uh, so it talks about how he he's never gonna surrender. He's gonna push through it and find that finish. You know, Absolutely. find that finish and get that win. I mean, I feel like. Anytime that you start hearing his voice start ringing through, especially here in Colorado crowds, it always hits home with the people. You know, I think that that, that's always something. And, and I mean, if I were to make a list of some of the top fight walkout songs of all time, I think El Rey has to be one of the Mm -hmm. best fight songs ever. Yeah. That that's just that's just me. Yeah. You know, you you can point around to a lot of different songs from different cultures yeah. all around the world, but just that one, you know, the way yeah. where where when you start hearing, you know, the the strings first playing those first little bit, it's like, oh man, like, oh yeah, here we go, yeah. like the it gets the, you the goosebumps like, yeah. going, like, yep, absolutely, Hands sweats, yep. ready to go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I, I mean, and, and that's a big part. Your, your culture is a big part of what you carry out there into the cage. You usually always have your flag, your cowboy hat, everything. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, because we come from uh, in Mexico uh, where you just basically shower yourself with buckets, man. It's basically old school down there. Uh, you basically have to help. It's a small little town, man, in Mexico. Huachinancla, uh, Puebla. And uh, they're very tough mentally, physically. Them guys know how to work, man. Them, my dad, I learned a lot from, like, everything I know is from my dad, and he comes from there. So, I mean, that's the best thing I could tell you, man. Oh, definitely. And that uh, that worker strength, trust me, folks, when he says that that's something that he has, it is real. <laughs> you know, don't, don't, let the, uh, don't let the tall, long, and lanky frame fool you. This man has the strength of a guy much larger than himself just working with his hands every single day. Fun fact of it also, the very first time that I ever rolled with Yolo was in a tournament situation, and I found out real quick that he's a lot stronger than he looks. <laughs> and, yeah, that, that was uh, that's something that I just always – then I started thinking about it, and, you know, I mean, there there is something to be said about that. You know, you, you guys who do work with your hands all the time and you're constantly – you know, you have to maintain a certain level of output for your actual day job and your work and yeah. your production, you know, when you're, when you're out working, you know, doing landscaping, any yeah. of those sorts of things. Like, if you're not keeping a pace, you're not getting the job done, exactly. you're not getting to the next bid, you're not exactly. getting paid, getting to the next opportunity. So yeah, that's also, yeah. That's, that worker strength, that blue collar strength. Yes, sir. Uh, that's, uh, I mean, I, I, me, I own a business with my dad, which is landscaping. So, yeah, sometimes when a job's close, I go out and help him after a hard day of practice, man. Definitely feels hard on um, one, but it definitely pays off at the end. I've been doing it since I was 10 years old with my dad, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, certainly. And I mean, 
you helping run a business also that's helping you build tools for future success later in life after fighting too. Yes, sir. Now, Yolo, as we start to kind of wrap and tie things <clears throat> up here, is there any sponsors, management, coaches, teammates, training partners, anybody that we might not have touched on that you want to give a shout out and recognition to? Uh, yeah, shout out to I Am Workers in Mexico. They've helped me, support me when I was out there. So um, H A H M A K, what is it? H U S H M K. Uh, thank you for the shin guards, man. Uranium uh, Sports, and you, the Peanut Gallery, always, always helping me out, man, when I need it. So I appreciate all of you guys. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you, brother, folks. Once again, please make sure that you go and you check out Laura Vic on that card on June 3rd. That is either going to be live in person at the Magnus Arena on the DU campus, or you can watch live on UFC Fight Pass. It is going to be a can't-miss show. The LFA is always constantly leveling up the game as far as pushing the next wave of talent onto the big shows and getting you nothing but the best in terms of action out there, fans. I'm Jordan Kurtz. You could follow me along at comments from the peanut gallery. Lorvik, where can people follow you? Uh, Facebook, Lorvik Acevedo, or Instagram. I have it tied both ways, so I mean it works both ways. So, and don't forget Acevedo's landscaping. If you need your uh, uh, landscaping done, let me know. Absolutely. Make sure that you give my man a shout if you have any sort of needs. I know that there's going to be a lot of projects and those honeydews coming up for all of you out there because of the summer season coming. So if you need a helping hand, make sure that you reach out to these guys right here. If you're watching online, please make sure that you smash that subscribe button. Every single like, share, follow, all helps for us being able to continue to put out this original MMA content there for you. You can watch me each and every week on Mile High Sports Network. That is the MMA plug presented by the Talk of Colorado alongside the UFC middleweight Josh Fremd. This is the comments from the Peanut Gallery podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Kurtz, and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for watching. Please hit that like, share, and subscribe button. That helps us continue to produce this original MMA content and bring it for you every single week. Tune in to the MMA plug presented by DenverSportsBetting.com on 98.1 FM, Mile High Sports Radio on Wednesday nights from 6 to 7 p.m. Or live stream at DenverSportsBetting.com slash radio.